Welcome to Two Agents in the Facts, where University of Georgia's Family Consumer Science agents, Leslie Weaver of Chatham County and Carrie Vandiver of Ware County, host friendly discussions on reliable, relatable, and research-based topics on real-life issues. Hi, Carrie. Hey, Leslie. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Did you have a great weekend? A great um, week? Yeah, have a great weekend. We um, are trying to get all of our summer in because it's about yes. over, isn't it? <laughs> yes. School starts soon, so right? So soon. Yes. Well, is that what our topics are going to be about today? Yes, that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, as we're getting getting into school, getting ready for it, we're going to try to talk a little bit about back-to-school organization. Okay, let's do it. You know, first day of school was always like the most exciting thing <laughs> in a kid's life. Figure that night before. <laughs> yes. Get your book bag ready. Yes. yes. <laughs> All your Lisa Frank. Anyway... Well, start school on August 2nd. So, oh, cool. We are getting right down to it. So, like I said, we went on vacation this past week. We're trying to squeeze in a lot of last minute summer mm -hmm. activities. He's at art camp this week. Fun. Um, and we're going to two different water parks tomorrow. We're nice. going to summer waves. And on Saturday, he's going to Splash and Burrow with a buddy. So, he's getting some oh, nice summer in before. I just so anything I think the transition is going to be difficult for him he doesn't like change and he doesn't like to not just be able to do what he wants <laughs> so I think the transition is going to be a little hard um and our whole house is going to be adjusting but we're going yes. to be positive we're going to be confident yes. um and we're going to get through it <laughs> you are be ready you are so first grade um, here y'all come so yes first grade here we go <laughs> So I've put together a list of five tips from articles written by our co-workers, Laura Smith from Telfair County uh -huh. and Susan Moore from Lawrence County, as well uh -huh. as from a list of back to school organization ideas from Good Housekeeping um, uh -huh. that I'm going to use to implement my family's transition into this school year. So I'm hoping okay. this will be helpful for other folks too. And I will post the um, link to the Good Housekeeping article because it, it's from this year so it's it's handy and useful and just came out and just came out in june i think so it's i'll, okay. I'll post that when we post the podcast all right so we're getting back into our um routine practice right because with kids mm -hmm. you really kind of need to transition into oh we've been in summer mode and now we're about mm -hmm. to go back to school and it really like i i realized yesterday oh my gosh school is basically two weeks away and by the time our yeah. listeners hear this for me, it'll be a week away. <laughs> so yes. Right yes. now we're in, we're in that art camp mode. We're doing the fun stuff, but then we're also trying to do a couple of things to get us into our practice. And then next week we're going to be full on standard bedtime, standard wake up time, doing breakfast, getting ourselves ready so that when school starts on August 2nd, he is in gear, ready. right? In the yeah. mode. Yeah. Um, I'm just really kind of sad because this is his first summer break. He was in kindergarten last year. And so this is his first <laughs> real summer break. And it's just gone by so quickly, especially last year. It was so much longer because it got pushed, you know. Yeah. Yeah. We got pushed further back yeah. and further back. So it seemed like, oh, school never starts. And now we're just back to this normal. <laughs> right. Here. It's August. It's kind of like you're almost rushing it almost. Like, oh, my God, let's get it together. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> All right. So the first one is get things organized. And that's a pretty broad topic, right? To be organized. Uh -huh. 
but I'm specifically thinking about how Wells, um, how his room and his closet and desk have collected items throughout the previous school year and this summer. Lots of things. It's just as much as I try to keep things organized, you know, shirts going there. If I, he's gotten to where he's helping me put up laundry. Well, he doesn't put it up exactly where I put it. So it's hard to find it. So we need to go through <laughs> the drawers and reorganize. Yes. And, yes. Um, so it's just a good time for us to clean out as we're uh -huh. gearing back in. Um, good, good housekeeping calls this playing keep or toss. So you can like make it fun for kids and say, okay. we're going to play keep or toss instead of saying, yes. we're going to organize your room. They say toss worn out clothes and donate the ones that no longer fit that are still in good condition. Now, mm -hmm. in our case, we're not donating. We're putting in a bag mm -hmm. to put up in, pla in a plastic bag to put up for when Alan is ready for those clothes. Because the good okay. thing about boys' clothes is that they typically stay in style. So they do. They'll be about the trucks. same when it's, yeah. I mean, t-shirts, <laughs> jeans, it's not, it's not going to yeah. change much for yeah. boys. So those things will be ready for Alan when, it, when yeah. it's his turn. Wells has been known, Leslie, to come out of his room wearing things that are too small just because I haven't taken them out of circulation. Uh -huh. Like, so if it's in his drawer, he's going to put it on. He's going to say it fits because he's decided he wanted to wear that. And I'll, if we say, Wells, that's too small, buddy, he'll, it'll be a fight. So those right. things have to get out. Otherwise, mm -hmm. <laughs> we're having, we're having arguments. <laughs> Um, so that's not necessarily only a parent's job to do, right? I, I keep, cause I mm -hmm. feel like I'm saying, well, I should have taken those out. Uh, so he won't wear them, but that's not mm -hmm. necessarily just my job. But so a parent's level of involvement really depends on the age of their child and how well you trust them to not to throw out good clothes, mm -hmm. right? Because if I left it up to Wells and he, and I said, Hey buddy, just go through your room and let's get let's pack up the things or throw out the things that don't fit anymore. Mm -hmm. He would get rid of all of his button up shirts, even the good, like the brand new ones. They'd all be gone. And the, the nice stuff, they'd be gone. And I'd always just be left with like a bunch of Under Armour and Nike sweatpants <laughs> and t-shirts that were too small. So <laughs> he has he a style. He can't do it alone. <laughs> he needs a little help. Yeah, he's got a style. <laughs> But it, it's not just clothes either, right? Desk drawers are probably mm -hmm. still stuffed with papers from last school year or pencils mm -hmm. with no erasers, empty pens, and most likely there are candy wrappers from Valentine candy stashes that I don't know about. Um, <laughs> Halloween, yeah, Right, yeah, or Halloween. Yeah, all mm -hmm. the way back to last Halloween. There's still, <laughs> those things are hanging around. Or toys, well, typically has a picked up room, but game okay. pieces are usually in different bins. They've somehow, his friends have come over and they haven't played the game, but they've strewn all the pieces everywhere. Okay. So the game pieces are in different places. Legos are stashed in multiple places. Um, we don't have a great organization system for his stuff or I, or say I have started an organization system, but he hasn't kept up with it very well. So um, let me when you say toys, something that we used to do, because my mom will go through and we'll clean out our drawers and get ready for school. But for our toys, this is when like Happy Meals, they're still a big deal. But when Happy Meals used to get toys and Happy Meals, mm -hmm. really interesting things, we used to make a project box, right? Because every other week for school, you have to do like a special project. Yeah. So we would collect my toys, color pencils, markers, anything, any arts and crafts that I had for that summer, and we'll put it in the box. And we would recycle those items for my projects later on so like if I had to do like a shadow box or something and I had to use certain figures and things well I had uh, a figure from a Happy Meal so I can 
hot glue that glue gun or hot glue that into my shadow box or something like that. Did you so, do that? Yeah, That's we always did. Tips. Yeah, we are. Oh, really? No way. <laughs> so we always we always use toys from like um, from like giveaways or just like little tiny little trinkets or whatever yeah. to put yeah. in for your projects. Yeah. So That's- like dinosaurs and things that he doesn't really play with, save those. He can use those. Right. But make sure you put yeah. them up somewhere where he's not. They're coming yes. back into the toy circulation. Yes, right. exactly. Because he'll know this is my project place. And random game pieces, all yes. those things, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yes. That, that yes. was something that I included mm-hmm. on this list that I'm going to do this year. Because yeah. we're getting into the age where we're going to start having those projects. So we should just have yes. the, the box of, yes. Leslie, your mama. Man. <laughs> <laughs> and I've kept that box until like middle school, almost high school. I had to do a really big project in high school. I was like, where's your box? Like, so we keep, yeah, we keep that going and you just fill it up and never gets old. It's like, it looks like junk, but it's really good recyclable stuff yes. that you can kind of keep in there. So great. You just never know. So smart. And it saves a trip from Toys R Us nine o'clock at night when you got to find a figurine to go into a, mm-hmm. a project. <laughs> Okay, sorry. I saw that about toys. I thought about it. No, I think that's great. So that's what that's the thing. Do that box like Leslie was talking about, or um, just so lay it all out, right? And have the yep. kids pare it down, decide what they want to keep, what they want to throw mm-hmm. out, what they might want to donate, and what they want to keep in that box, like Leslie was just mm-hmm. talking about. I think that's such a great idea. Mm-hmm. And then you need to find an organization system that works for everyone. So that, and mm-hmm. that's different across the board. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I think this is the best thing because everyone's different. And I have done Lego bins and certain mm-hmm. things that still isn't working. Like to me, it's perfect, but I need mm-hmm. to get with Wells to say, what's going to work best for you. Right. Right. How are you going to keep these things in Together. order? <laughs> should be. Yeah. So are they colorful bins, baskets that are labeled? Um, and this is for older kids and teenagers too. Like think about not just with toys, but with teenagers, bathroom supplies, think about a teenager's bathroom counter. Where's all that stuff? Is it all over the counter? It's all over the counter. Right. So bathroom caddies, like shower caddies, yeah, Yeah. bathroom caddies, shower caddies, uh, labeled bags, whatever Uh to clean up that space, get rid of the old stuff, keep what's new Uh and get ready for school so that everything's in an easy labeled space. I don't know. Like we were at a hotel this weekend and I have to keep things picked up in small spaces, especially so Mm -hmm. that I don't feel anxious. And Mm -hmm. that's across the board, right? We want our kids Mm -hmm. to feel calm and not anxious and and be able Mm -hmm. to get into their routines. And one of the best ways to do that is to keep things. Yes. Organized, get them pared down, get them ready for the new year. Now I'm going to do, I'm going to hire a friend of ours. She's in middle school, but we were just talking about the other day. She's going to, I'm going to pay her to come over and help Wells do this because it'll be more fun with her to go through and organize his toys versus with me. So she's going to maybe get a preteen or a teenager to come help your younger kids do it. Oh, that's cool. And that encourages them to go home. Yeah, and do it to too. And yes. That's really yeah. cool, Gary. And then okay. another tip they that I read was to to make it fun, maybe with the clothes. Let your kids have a, a fashion, fashion show. show. Yeah. Put on their mm-hmm. stuff and they can, you know, strut around mm-hmm. and you can like score what's best. Yes. And what's not. <laughs> I don't know. Just make it fun. Yes. Uh, get your kids in the gear to have a clean, fresh, organized space to reduce stress and anxieties. And make sure you know where things are when the hustle and bustle mm-hmm. begins. All right. So mm-hmm. the second tip was, is to create a productive workspace. Kids need mm-hmm. their own designated workspace, just like we do. 
um, to be their most productive selves. And we want them to be productive, right? During the school year. Uh So if there isn't a space for them to have a desk in their bedroom, maybe you should claim a spot that's specifically theirs at the kitchen table. You know, like I, I, and everyone's not this way, but I remember even in college, I needed to sit in the same spot every day. So Mm. coming home, I like to sit at the same spot to do work at home or the same spot to do work, you know, in my office. If I don't Mm -hmm. have a designated, my husband has an office at home. I don't. So I have a spot where I work at home. Right. So if you didn't have, Wells does have a desk, but if you didn't have that in, in their bedroom, at least try to find a spot that's specifically theirs. Right. And I, yes. And I think this may be easier for people now because a lot of people who've been working from home or their kids have been going to school virtually, they have created they probably these have, yeah. out of nowhere if they're in the living room or if they're in the kitchen. So let's still keep that space, right? Don't, yes, even don't if they're back of that. Yes. Still keep it, add to it, refresh it because yeah. it's still going to be a great place for the kids to kind of go and to right. do work. So I and agree. It needs to be well lit, obviously. Um, And then Mm -hmm. good housekeeping quotes, an organizing professional, Jessica Kennedy, about this. She says, to organize the necessary tools and supplies, again, in labeled bins or baskets and color code them Mm -hmm. if they're being used by multiple children. Um, She Mm -hmm. also suggests assigning a spot near their workspace to display artwork and notes of encouragement. So I was Mm -hmm. thinking if it is a shared space, you know, it is your dining room or your kitchen or whatever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, you don't necessarily want a bulletin board where they just put Mm -hmm. all their stuff up, but maybe you can have a frame where you replace, so it can still look nice in your, in your space, but you can replace it every so often with something new that they have that they want on Mm -hmm. display. And then I also thought about, I remember being a kid, I would write, I would sit at my parents' kitchen table and write, and then you'd look underneath it. I'd bear down real hard because it was really cool to look underneath and see the pencil marks then from <laughs> where I had written. So to keep that from happening, maybe you get a work pad. I'm sitting at my desk and I have one of those kind of work pads that keeps yeah. that from happening on your furniture. Yeah. And you have yeah. that to keep them from making those marks. But then also that's where you could post those uh, like sticky notes, encouraging notes each week for yes. them. So, and then their work pad goes away at night. There's a cabinet where all of their supplies and their work pads and whatever is mm-hmm. organized so that it's away. And then they pull it back out the next day when it's time to mm-hmm. work again. Um, so anyway, those were just a good idea about that. So Wells has a bulletin board and a marker board above his desk. Um, mm-hmm. he puts his class photos there and he usually, puts okay. work. I put some work in the kitchen. I have a little clip for him, but then he puts some up on his bulletin board, but mm-hmm. I'm going to make, I'm going to be more intentional this year about writing, especially he can read now. So right. I'm going to write, um, <laughs> encouraging notes on his board. I'm going to try to remember to do that every week Aww, a little yes. to get, to yes. get him. Yeah. Motivated and going. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Um, next one is school day organization. Mm, okay. Have a, have a designated space for your child to store their backpack. So there's not yes. a hunt for it each morning, which sounds crazy, but parents, it matters. We know, right. Somehow that backpack is lost. Even if your house but, is immaculate. Well, there's the backpack, I don't <laughs> the backpack and the jacket. Yes. Right? Yeah. So maybe, maybe that's, um, 
and if you have a mudroom maybe it's in your mudroom mm -hmm. or um we don't have a mudroom we have we walk into our laundry room so i call it a mudroom mm -hmm. sometimes but mm -hmm. really not but we don't have hooks in there so wells hangs yeah. his backpack or he's supposed to hang his backpack on his desk chair so maybe they hang it on their desk chair maybe they hang yes. it maybe you have a hook in their personal bedrooms i don't know yes but there's got to be a designated space where they say at night when they're done here's where it goes and in the morning when they're ready to go, mm -hmm. here's where we pick it up. And it's packed well, you, and ready, right? Yes, you can go to um, Home Goods or Bed Bath and Beyond and get the cool hooks for it. But yeah. also like the little, the nice, um, the stacks for your shoes. Those work too, like the shoe rack kind of mm -hmm. situations. Mm -hmm. Those are important too, because usually we wear somewhat the same shoes or we, you know, the same shoes during the week yeah. per se. So to have a place for that. Have, yeah, like a spot where I usually will, um, we don't have a, Wells has a little table, but I'll lay his clothes out, which he's about mm -hmm. to start doing on his own. But so his shoes yeah. and his clothes and his bag are all ready right there. So mm -hmm. that, yeah, have their shoes there, have their clothes there, have their bag, everything's there. Mm -hmm. right? Packed the night before. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, another great tip from Good Housekeeping for school day organization is to provide a space for kids to store pieces of paper that might otherwise be crumpled at the bottom of their bags, like permission slips mm -hmm. or assignment sheets and lunch calendars and stuff like that mm -hmm. get lost. I mm -hmm. myself am guilty of things getting crumpled at the bottom of my bag. So this actually is a pretty good tip. I was thinking I might do for myself. Yeah, I think I'd be an adult and like, here's a folder and I put everything in there, but I, I haven't right. designated that folder in my bag. For right. Me, so I need to do that. But so they, the good housekeeping says, you can help prevent this by gluing a large envelope to the inside cover of your child's go-to notebook, or maybe glue one inside each subject area notebook so that okay. they can be sure to store their loose papers in there. Now, Wells was in kindergarten last year, so he had a folder that came home with him every day. We didn't mm -hmm. have that problem. And there's not a lot of books for his stuff to get lost under mm -hmm. his backpack anyway. But I think, I'm sure that as he gets older, that magic disappears. The, the teachers <laughs> give less and less of that yes. help. So, yes. Uh, which makes sense. So then that's a, just a good way for you to help them on that. I was thinking about... Our friend Laura in Telfair County wrote an article where she suggested that you stock up on school supplies, mm. um, not just the supplies that you get the list each year, you know, from your teacher, mm -hmm. what your kids need, not just those, but to buy extra glue sticks, extra scissors, extra, you know, you probably always buy extra pencils, but extra yeah. pencils, extra tape. Paper. All those things, paper. paper. Yeah. The things they're likely to misplace or run out yeah. of so that at night when they're saying, oh my gosh, I don't have a pencil. That's okay. We have a supply over here. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. and it's not, oh, we got to run to the store late at night to try to find mm -hmm. something. So in addition to that, Good Housekeeping mentioned, mentioned the same thing, but they said to think about late nights when your child has just realized or just admitted that they have a big project. So Leslie's mama smart <laughs> had that box, but in addition to those like toys in your box, you need to have poster board and markers yes. and index cards and all those Triptics. things yeah what yeah. Ha just have them stocked because now some children may be perfect and not do this but leslie my children are products of me <laughs> and, I'm <a> big <laughs> and i'm confident that wells is gonna at some point tell me at 11 o'clock, he'll, he'll come in and say, I can't go to sleep because I just remembered I'd have to do, you know, a science okay. fair project. Or right, right, right. A I volcano. Have that what? stuff ready. Right, <laughs> right. Well, you, and you know what? When I was getting out of high school, it used to get harder and harder to find poster boards, especially yeah. like around a certain times of year. 
fair or HDPA. It was hard to kind of find the supplies yeah. and things that you need. So like parents may want to buy in bulk. You know what I mean? Like yes, buy yeah. a pack of postal boards. Don't buy one triptych board, buy three of them. We'll right. use them eventually, like just yeah. to have them. Because during, if you and other 35 kids in one class and then 25 another, y'all have the same project due, it's going to be hard to find the stuff. You know Especially what I mean? Especially this year because everything yes. is in short supply. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, so parents, when you go some. out, yeah, you may want to go ahead and just grab and post the boards and triptychs just because. Like yeah. we'll just keep them, keep them under the bed, keep them behind the door. Now we're whatever. not trying to start a supply shortage. Don't go and hoard it all <laughs> so that your friends and neighbors can't get them. Right. Just get like one pack for now. And then, yes. and then be kind to your kids, friends, they uh, need mama one. when they need one and just give it to them. <laughs> right. To them. Right. You just never know. Or Girl, like somebody you. else in the class <laughs> may need one. You just never That's know. Right. Yeah. You never know. Mm-hmm. Agreed. All right. Another tip is to have a shared family calendar um, mm. so that everyone knows who, what, where, and when for each day. So on the calendar, mm. you want to list daily transportation, where they're going after school, appointments, practices, due dates, family nights, and even meals. I have this in my planner and on my work calendar, but I'm the only one who sees those things. Right? right. And so then I wind up, Jeff will say, well, where are they going today? What's happening today? And it, mm -hmm. and instead of thinking it's not his fault, he doesn't see it. You know, I don't share it to him. Right. It just really stresses me out. So there are lots of options for shared calendars. You can do that just on your phone. Good Housekeeping recommends a cozy family organizer app to keep mm -hmm. everyone's schedule straight and color coded. Plus it allows for shared reminders and editable shopping lists. So you'll never forget mm -hmm. when it's your turn to bring snacks to soccer practice or whatever. That matters. Um, yeah. And then have a dry erase board, right? It would, it would really uh -huh. be helpful just to have a weekly calendar posted on a board in your home for everyone to see. And you can color right. code each family member um, with markers or stickers and make little monsters, whatever, to, so they know who's who on that calendar. And then go over the day with your kids, right? Our friend mm -hmm. Susan recommends that parents get up early enough in the morning so that you have time to eat breakfast with your children and get to school on time. And during that time, it's, it's a great time to go over the day with your child, talk about the fun things that they have to look forward to and remind your children where they will be in the afternoon after school so that they mm -hmm. can get mentally prepared for their day. I mentally prepare them that. positively too, right? Yes. Leslie, don't yes. talk about, oh, I'm going to miss yes. you. Don't make them anxious about a test. Don't like yes. talk about positive things to yes. reinforce their day. Yes. To say today, you know, remember you have baseball practice and then from there, we're going to have to go by the church and then we're going to come home, shower, go over homework and study for a spelling test. Right. Just give Just them a layout of the a, day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yeah. So that they know too, because they don't want to not know what's going on. They always Just like adults. We yeah. want to know what we have going on for the day. Yeah. Right. So exactly. they, they want to know too. And that'll make their day in the classroom way more easier for the teachers because it's not unexpected. Right. Exactly. For sure. Yeah. I agree All with right. that. And then the final thing, which goes right along with that is routine, right? Routine mm -hmm. is the most important thing, especially for children. Kids mm -hmm. need a routine and structure to perform their best and to behave their best mm -hmm. so post their daily routine from morning to bedtime on the wall you can include it with that family calendar right on mm -hmm. that marker board or wherever you, whatever your family calendar is that everyone sees post it there mm -hmm. make it a checklist for make it appropriate for older kids or younger kids just do it based on on what your kids needs are but so make it a checklist that they can mark off on their own and you um, know what else you can add on that what you're going to eat for dinner 
Yes. That could be added on that. Absolutely. That'd be a huge help. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. that'll be helpful for for whoever's preparing the meal that day. Yeah. All right. Don't ask for McDonald's. <laughs> you saw yeah. this morning no, before see, we left. it's right here. This is what we're having today. <laughs> no. That's right. <laughs> I have it planned. Don't think I don't. <laughs> right. <laughs> you want weeks. McDonald's for dinner? Then you need to get it on the schedule. <laughs> you need to we're, schedule we're it. We're two yes. months out at this point. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That makes sense. That makes sense. It makes sense. Another thing with the routine is you want to, we talked about this already, but lay their clothes out for the week at le- or at least lay them out the night yes. before. So yes. they're not scrambling in the morning to find something and make sure they're in bed on time each night. Have a set bedtime and a wake time. Preschool age children need 12 hours of sleep each day, including their nap. Elementary school mm-hmm. kids need 11 hours of sleep each night and middle school age children need 10 hours of sleep per night. So just keep that in mind when you're setting your routine for everyone. Um, especially for the kids that are like Wales is transitioning from kindergarten to first grade which I know like you go from pre-k to kindergarten there's no more naps and then I think in kindergarten this sometimes they have like relaxing time or maybe just a chill time but going into first grade there there are no naps like it's right. going to be full throttle yep. full day so kids are going to be exhausted so you need to definitely make sure they're transitioning their sleep yes yeah mm-hmm. yes because they're not doing it at school which they shouldn't they shouldn't be no no um and then so the the other a uh, thing I wanted to touch on here is just to remember not to overschedule your kids. Yes. We're talking about routine. We're talking about needing that bedtime. And there are lots of things we want to do. And I always say, I don't know how we can do it all and get the kids to bed on time. That's something <laughs> that should be a red flag, yeah. right? The most yes. important thing for your mm-hmm. kid right now is ample sleep. So you may want to supplement. This is from an article that our friend Susan wrote. You may want to supplement school with some outside activities. That's fine. Just don't overdo it. If a child has homework, organized sports, music lessons, dance lessons, you know, all of those things, Mm -hmm. life can quickly become a joyless race from one event to another with no free time in between to just play and be a kid. Time to play is essential. This is when children mm-hmm. learn to use their imagination and develop their own interests. Just don't overschedule them. Don't get them going so much that they're not enjoying their life. Don't get them going so much that they're starting to get anxious and they're not organized. We want to keep them organized. We want to keep them calm. We want to keep them happy. We want to keep them performing well, but we want to keep them playing and being kids and getting enough sleep. So I agree. I agree. School time. <laughs> this is great tips. And I feel like I'm going to use them for myself too. Like these yeah. are really good tips. And I think the parents can use them too. Just not the kids going back to school. It's a big transition for everybody. Kids are going back to school. But um, if you were like me, I took a lunch every day to school, Carrie, every single day. I was not a fan of school lunch. So I, my mom packed a lunch for me. So um, in this day and age right now with pandemic and going back and kids eating in the lunchroom or not eating in the lunchroom, however, we want to be sure that kids are prepared with a healthy school lunch choices. So according to Child Wellness, here are some five tips for a healthy school lunches. Include all the major food groups, right? How can you do that? You're packing a lunch, but you can have veggies, vegetables, a protein, dairy, and grain, right? So make sure that um, the lunch is, is enhanced to the satisfaction that the meals uh, could kind of get to the kids' cravings through the day, right? So fruits and vegetables are an important source of fiber, as well as the natural variety of flavors and textures. So dairy sources provide that satisfaction and a bonus uh, ounce of calcium. All schools, you know, public schools, they are allowed to get milk. Um, but if you pack a lunch, make sure that they have everything else that they may need, like fruits and vegetables, raw fruit, raw veggies. 
my favorite thing was a peanut butter and jelly. I can eat every day. And I did. Just that was add my some carrots part. in there, right? Yes, Multi add carrots. Bread, that's my favorite thing. Add some carrots. Right? <laughs> so always parents look out for that. Sometimes we get caught up in like the Lunchables and the chips and things, which is great. But we want to be sure we have a good balanced meal. Um, opt for the nutrient-rich foods, right? So don't consume enough of these. We don't get a lot of them. Um, our key nutrients, which are like calcium and fiber and potassium. So uh, good sources of this would be, uh, a great source of calcium would be, like I said, dairy milk, cheese, yogurt, pack yogurt, pack the string cheese, that would be great. Um, or canned fish for calcium. Uh, tofu and dark greens may not be a big thing for the kids going to school for school lunch, but there's nothing wrong with packing a salad for your, your child for lunch. Yeah. That's yeah. different, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes when kids open up their lunchbox, their friends see what they have too, and they get interested. Well, I want a salad for lunch, right? Yeah. Let your kid yeah. kind of be that goal setter, that trendsetter, to say, hey, well, mom, I want a salad or I want to try this. And now parents, you can get the cool salads in the bags and all you have to do is put them in or the kid can put it in a container yourself, shake it up and be done with it. Mm -hmm. um, fiber will be beans, lentils, pears, berries, whole, whole grains, beets, or broccoli. Raw broccoli would be great. That was one of my favorite snacks for lunch. Pears, beans, anything you could think of, berries, pack it, right? Sometimes you could, some potassium, great sources uh, for potassium, include baked potatoes, white beans, and avocados. An avocado dip will be great. If you guys go for dinner the night before to a Mexican restaurant, order avocado dip for the kid to take the lunch the next day. Mm -hmm. Done. Maybe in a small cheese dip on the side. Done. And if you have two kids, you can split it between the two. So fun, a fun, a fun lunch. Uh, spice up the sandwiches. Like I said, I love the peanut butter jelly, but now kids take all kinds of things and you don't have to just put like a uh, wheat bread with their, their lunch. You could do a tortilla wrap. You could do a pita, um, a, a, men, a number of varieties. Lean delis are uh, on the go option. Um, last night's dinner, if you did like a roast beef, maybe you can make a roast sandwich or something like that for the kids. Slice a grilled chicken, a steak, or even an extra burger patty. If you have a veggie burger for dinner, Maybe the kid can do a veggie burger for, for, for lunch the next day. Um, always ask teachers if they if the kids have access to microwaves. In elementary school, maybe not so much, but definitely in middle school, I know they have access in high school for microwaves to heat up their food. It's always cool to go to a lunchroom to see what kids bring because it's such a major variety, right? And yeah. from one scale to another. Don't forget, some kids may like canned tuna, chopped boiled eggs. Hummus is the hot new thing. Make it bright and appealing. Make it colorful. No one wants to eat anything that's boring, you know? Cut the kid's sandwich up in a cute <laughs> in a cute shape, you know? Use cookie cutters. Yeah. yeah, use cookie cutters to cut it out, you know? Um, make something fun. You can still use pita bread and things like that or vegetables for dipping. Always make it great. Incorporate fruits and veggies into that person's sandwich or whatever that snack, you know? Make eyes out of tomatoes. You just never know. Or make a cool snack. They can make you can make spiders out of uh, Ritz crackers and uh, peanut butter and pretzels. Or you can make ants on a log with celery, peanut butter, and raisins. Right. So mm -hmm. just make something fun for them for their lunch, especially for their snack too. Don't always just give them back for chips uh, or fruit snacks. Try to make a fun snack, healthy snack for them um, that they can eat and they can share with their friends as well. My last tip will be 
um, mix it up in a power bowl. Now, this is something that I see a lot with younger kids, like toddlers, like two to four-year-olds, when parents are introducing them to new foods, they take things and they do a big bowl of it. So like wheat pasta, rice, quinoa, uh, they'll do types, types of meats, beans, or eggs, and they'll kind of all mix it up, maybe with the veggies, so a kid can kind of get it, just taste it, right? Be introduced yeah. to it. Um, and it also, I call it sometimes a texture overload, but it's a cool way for the kid to kind of be introduced to textures too. Right. So I see this a lot when it comes to childcare centers and daycares and um, parents packing their lunch. Um, they do recommend that, hey, when you're trying to introduce a child to table food, always try to, you know, kind of mix it up, do a power bowl. And even for your kids in middle school, I mean, elementary school, because they're still getting their um, their senses and their tastes together, you want to introduce them to, to different palates. And that could be mixed roast vegetables, broccoli, cauliflower, sweet potatoes. That would be a great snack for lunch. Um, I've seen grilled onions and squash and asparagus. That sounds good, like roasted. That's a cool snack. You know what else would be great, Carrie? And I learned as I got older, if I wish squash and zucchini raw with like a side of ranch, that's the best lunch ever. Yeah. Right? Yeah, or I was dry, thinking about asparagus. that, you know, like you and I mentioned that a lot. Like if, yeah. if kids are funny about vegetables, just send them a little ranch to dip it in and they'll, yeah, yeah. they'll eat it. it doesn't, they like yeah. to dip. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't exactly. It could be it doesn't have to be cooked or roasted. Just rinse it off, cut it up, done. Yeah. It works for them, right? So think of some very creative ways to mix up your child's lunch. With the you know they're gonna be hungry at school. So by the time they get home, they're gonna say, Well, I don't want this, I don't want to eat that or whatever. Because sometimes at school they eat junk, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you can fill them up at school with the healthy stuff, and by the time they get home, if they're not eating everything. At least you know they've consumed it one of the, one way or another. Right. So, right. always kind of look into that. USDA released a uh, article, a press release about the issues of the pandemic and the flexibilities of schools and daycare facilities uh, through June 2022 about the support, the safety, the reopening, and the healthy and healthy and nutritious meals. So, um, you, we could share this link. You can find it online, but. Uh, the USDA feels that children's uh, that the nation's children's are to get critical nutrition is needed. Uh, the states and districts want to waive and extend the plan to see safe reopening for the fall. And USDA has called American schools and childcare institutions to serve high quality meals um, while being responsive to their local needs of the children's safely return to their regular routines. So despite of everything that's going on, the USDA has is working with um, school systems across the country and daycare centers to provide the resources that they need to provide healthy meals, healthy snacks, and making sure that kids are getting what they need on a daily, even for the weekends or for the summer. So uh, we wanna be sure that we stay under our healthy meal protocol and our healthy snacks and align with our school system. If your child's getting a a calendar for healthy, um, I mean, for their menus for lunches, you really don't know what they're gonna eat, but they're eating school lunch, then maybe you can kind of piggyback off of that and say, okay, well, I see you had uh, grilled chicken with a side of salad and asparagus for lunch today with a uh, kiwi. Well, now that I know you like kiwi, I can put kiwi in your snack, right? Absolutely. Or I can um, incorporate kiwi and things at home. So always look at the child's school menu because they're probably eating the stuff because their friends are eating it and introduce it, introduce it again to them at home or just keep incorporating it in because 10 times out of 10, 
uh, if it's state regulated, it is a USDA approved healthy menu. So that will always be something great to work with at home. If they're having shepherd's pie at school, I'm pretty sure they'll have shepherd's pie at home, yeah. right? So yeah. just incorporate the two. So yeah. those are my I, tips. So Leslie, I, I appreciate the school lunch program. And so I typically yeah. send him to school to eat lunch at school but Good he has yeah. he wants to bring his lunch so we bought a new mm-hmm. lunch box the other day yeah. so we're gonna do lunch once a week I told him at the end of the school year last year okay we'll do it once a week and we'll we look at the calendar mm-hmm. and he can pick the day that he would prefer Monster. not to eat that meal and we'll send something yes else. so I usually would say yes. like a turkey sandwich or something but I'm gonna spice it up based on the stuff you yes. talked about and so I was writing a menu down here and I want you to help me all right, so I think I'm going to do, this is not all the time, but this is a good one I was thinking based on your tips, a black bean wrap on a whole wheat wrap, black bean that and mixed cool. greens, right? Just simple because okay. he's real particular. You don't want a whole bunch of little things in there. So just black beans right. and mixed greens in his little wrap. And then I'm going to do like pear slices with cheese sprinkled on it. So you get the calcium okay. and the fiber that way. We've got the proteins okay. and the beans, right? And the, and the whole grains, baby carrots and maybe cucumber slices with a little yes. yogurt ranch to dip in. Is that good? That sounds good. That? that sounds okay. good. That sounds good. School. And you know what else I like now about <laughs> when, when we were coming up, school lunches was not this fancy or it was not, it was healthy and, and nutritious, but it wasn't this free for all. Like now, like now school lunches is this massive program that, you know, it is a big deal and it's great. And I like about it is if a kid brings their own lunch as well as brings his snacks today, his, his, his own lunch and there's something in the lunchroom that he wants, he still can get it. So that's the cool that's thing right. about, you know what I mean? When we, yeah, for us, we had had the option where he ate both. <laughs> <laughs> or you get a little message from the teacher, like he may not be hungry tonight. <laughs> we had a salad line. Oh, lunch. <laughs> right. So it just, it just varies, which is great because you yeah. know, if he's eating from that school lunch. They have all these things. Like they may have a, a, a I've seen like, um, a crazy fun salad bar for lunch you uh-huh. know what I mean which kids didn't even know that was coming so of course they don't want their real lunch they want to try the crazy fun salad bar because right. their friends are trying it yeah. right so that's I think that's the cool thing about USDA and their school lunch program now that is just open free for all um there is no economical line ties to it it's like eat everybody you know, eat yes. eat till you bust so mm-hmm. I think that is great. But yes, I do like that idea for you for, for Wells. I like that. The cucumbers and the yogurt. That's a good touch. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. That'll so. be my first, first lunch. That's what I'm doing. I'll let y'all know how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> let us know how it goes for sure. And I love the idea of the wraps. Yeah. Right? So I think the wraps are real cool. You can cut up in some cool shapes and sizes mm-hmm. and you can go from there. And parents, be sure we don't want to pack something heavy uh, for our kids. They have to function for the rest of the day. There you have it. Awesome. <laughs> so the our final topic for today, we wanted to talk about, this is not necessarily school related, so we're going a little yeah. off topic here, but um, Leslie and I have shared some stuff before from Dr. Va- Dr. Dave from Utah State University, really got really great advice about um, relationship tips and that sort of thing and mm-hmm. parenting tips. And mm-hmm. he shared last week, um, this little blurb on Facebook, and I just wanted to read it to everyone. Sure. Um, it starts off, it says, here's a great idea. The beginning of love is to let those we love be perfectly themselves and not twist them to fit our own image. 
Otherwise, mm. we love only the reflection of ourselves we find in them. That was said by uh, Thomas Merton. So Dr. Mm. Dave says, in other words, sometimes we think that we can help the people we love by encouraging them to change into the people we think they should be. The problem is that we aren't very good people designers, right? Mm. We often fail to see what amazing people our partners already are. Even worse, we are often trying to create a robot to look after our needs. Having a full-fledged companion may be inconvenient at times, but it is infinitely better than having a machine as a partner. Here's how you can use this idea to have a better life. The next time you are annoyed by some fault you see in your partner, try to see how that very irritation can bless, balance, or stretch you. For example, if your partner is indecisive, can you instead connect that to being easygoing? Can you see a peacemaker mm. rather than a wimp? Can you see a conscious person rather than a control freak? I just think mm. that is really valuable advice for us. I like that. Across the board, not even with our partners, but with, you know, people we work with, mm -hmm. our children, um, yes. especially our, our romantic partners. Um, yes. All year long. But right now, as we're talking about the stresses of getting back to school and mm -hmm. how those adjustments don't just affect your children, but how they're going to mm -hmm. affect you as a family together, yes. um, you know, think about in the mornings how you might wind up getting angry with your partner because uh -huh. you feel like they're, they do things differently than you do. Yes. So even if you have a routine, you might be getting one child A ready this way and they uh -huh. may be getting child B ready this other way. And it aggravates you to no end that they're doing child B the way they're doing. <laughs> right. Um, and very likely it's aggravating them that you're doing child A the way you are. Right. right. So, but instead right. of thinking like, well, they're not doing that correctly or, or thinking of things that they do as weaknesses, consider mm -hmm. how those things are strengths and how those things can make you better. I'm tr trying to think of an example of I, after I read this last week, I did this at, at, in my own home. Okay. <laughs> I can't okay. remember what it was, but I think about that all the time because Jeff, who I love dearly, you know, we've been living together mm -hmm. for almost 12 years now. And so right. after a while, things people do kind of right. annoy you from time to time. Right. And he will say the same about me. So that's fine for me to say. But so, so he did something last week and I can't put my finger on it, but I remember thinking Dr. Dave said <laughs> as a streak and I did. And it made me increase. Yes. One of the things I talk about all the time is like increasing the positives in your relationship. And that is yes. an excellent way to do that. Don't yes. see the thing that you think is a negative. It's not negative. It's just their trait. So yes. make that trait positive in your mind. Yes. Fix your mind. Yes. And, yes. Um, does that make sense, Leslie? I it does. This was really powerful for this time of the it year does. as we're getting. I love, I love that again. he said, sometimes we think we see the reflection. We end up seeing the reflection of ourselves instead of them, right? Of yeah. find, to find who they are. So I like that. That yeah. was very good. I'm going to yeah. use that. That's awesome. Great. That's great. Well, Carrie, your tips were extremely helpful today, and it took me back to a happy place. So when school is to start, <laughs> same here. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I wish everyone who's hearing this, and all the parents, and all the students who are getting ready to go back to school—if it's elementary, middle, or high, or even college—good luck, and I hope you have a smooth transition. And um, parents, I hope you guys uh, have the organization down to a science. <laughs> 
and can get in and get out. And I hope everyone has a great school year. Safe and school share year. some tips with us if y'all have. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you guys have like boards or any kind of like organizational things around the house, take a picture, post it on our Facebook. You, oh yeah, or anything we talked about today. If you implement, yeah. show us. Yes, it, well, I would love to see the kids' workspaces, especially if they're yes. working virtually. Show those too. That'll be great ideas. Please, we want to post things that you post that's coming from you. So please show us. We'd love to see it. And let us know when your kid goes back to school. You can even post a back to school picture. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Leslie, this was awesome. I appreciate it. Thank you, Carrie. I hope you have a great day. You too. Hope you guys enjoyed Two Ages and the Facts. Thanks for listening to Two Agents and the Facts. We will drop new episodes every second and fourth Monday of the month. Find us on your favorite podcast app and follow us on Facebook. The University of Georgia is an equal opportunity, affirmative action, veteran disability institution.